silver Roman shows and I'm back up on my game. I just toured the states for like 40 dates and I just touched back in Maine. I Welcome to episode 68 of Goat Radio. Emanating from the Goat Cave. Oh, just kidding. This is quarantine. I'm your host, Michael Sprague. He is Joseph Roy. Rub it in. Let's go. And he is Andrew Leahy. Yo, yo, yo. Today, we will debate which NBA player leaps over the others as the greatest of all time in-game dunker. But first, thank you to Spose for the intro music. You can catch him on Spotify and iTunes, just like Goat Radio. Please rate, review, and subscribe to help spread the goat word. You can also find us on Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and all your other podcatchers. But Age of Radio is the place that we call home. Please help support the uh, the podcast by visiting ageofradio.org slash goatradio and shopping with our affiliated partners at the Bazaar. If you're interested in hitting us up online where you can vote on any of our topic polls as well as give us feedback on the results from each week. You can check our Facebook page. The business page is facebook.com slash goat radio podcast and join in on the conversation in our fan group at facebook.com slash groups slash goat radio podcast. And we are on Twitter and Instagram at goat underscore radio. And let us know, do you guys want to talk to us on uh, Snapchat? Maybe we need to make a Snapchat. Oh, there we go. That's a good idea. Uh, you can also buy some merch. Merch. Teespring.com slash stores slash goat radio podcast is where you can find everything. Uh from t shirts to to V necks to tank tops to flags that say goat radio. Bumper stickers. Literally anything you want. I'm pretty sure you can just go on there and just be like, I want a onesie from my kid. And it'll be there. You can custom make an item. Maybe I can get a onesie. Maybe you could. Adult size onesie. All right. Last episode, we discussed the greatest of all time superheroes. And the podcast came to the decision that the greatest of all time is Spider-Man. He was swinging around. I think it makes sense. Joe, I think me and you both had him number one. How does it feel to share this victory with me? You know, it feels pretty pretty wonderful. Um, it's actually interesting you say that because I feel like we don't celebrate victories like we used to. But we should. We should start doing we it. We should, more. yeah. Yeah, we start, like, yelling at each other and getting hyper-competitive and very contentious and having a ton of fun. Yeah, fun. Yeah, fun. Yeah, Spider-Man's the fucking goat. Let's go. Spider-Man, greatest of all time, superhero. Leahy, you did not have Spider-Man number one. Can you uh, uh, give us a little bit, sell us on Captain America, who is your number one pick? Dude, I don't get how you can't be uh, from America and not love Captain America, man. He's just he's just the, the good guy. He's always the good guy, never the bad guy. And for those people who just uh, love good and love good things in their life, I, so they should support Captain America. If they don't, well, fuck that. Well, this is a worldwide podcast, so I'm sure that there are people out there who don't like Captain America. Well, all you people in fucking Jamaica, fuck right off. Wow, dude, there goes like all three of our listeners in Jamaica. Yep. Oh my god. Sorry. Damn Got it. a little aggressive. Some nice guys. Alright, we're bringing back the news this week. We wanted to touch on a few topics here, and uh, there's been a lot going on with uh, quarantine and everything, so we wanted to just touch on a few things. Some, some uh, Somewhat sad news, some good news, and uh, some feedback on the most recent cultural phenomenon. So first, you guys were shocked when I told you this and we talked about it earlier today. Hamilton, the Broadway show, was purchased back in February by Disney for $75 million. Only sold for that much, honestly. Uh, it, there's only one copy of the recording of the show. It was filmed during one actual live Broadway performance. Uh, it's never been streamed anywhere. It's never been released in any theater. It's only ever been the Broadway musical that they've done. And, um, yeah, Disney got the exclusive rights. And I believe I was reading somewhere today that they also have, um, you know, rights to, 
future funding for additional Hamilton style productions, uh, which I guess could help them to build a brand new franchise as if they needed another franchise at Disney. Uh, but so the, the important news that came out this week, you know, screw February. That was, that was three months ago. Uh, it was originally supposed to come to theaters in 2021 try to make back that $75 million. They made the announcement last week that on July 3rd, you will be able to stream Hamilton on Disney plus. No, Happy 4th of July. No additional it's cost. Fucking nuts. Yep. No additional cost. Just got to be a subscriber. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a great, like this is a, I think a, a type of, entertainment that is currently lacking on disney plus the uh like a the full-on musical not like a musical cartoon but the full-on musical live action musical i disagree 100 percent. high school musicals there's three of them on there okay. never seen high school musical oh okay. quality lay he was nope. in high school musical i nope. was nope you weren't oh, sure I, weren't. I, guess, I guess i was not you you and uh you and zach efron same guy yeah, pretty much. That looks just uh, like him. I meant he was in our high school's rendition of High School Musical. Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> With a solo. Vocally. Yeah, Hamilton being on Disney Plus is crazy. Like, they've sold like a half a billion dollars worth of tickets on Broadway. They're sold out constantly. You can't find tickets. I think it was it $650 million was the number I saw today. Mm-hmm. Because January 3rd is the link I just pulled. It was the first one that came up. And it was $400 million, but it's still running because it's never going to stop running. Why would they stop if it's still, it sells out every single night? Um, $200 to $850. So, like, front row seats or anywhere, like, down the pit, like, 10 rows back, $800 a piece to see Hamilton. And now you can just watch it on Disney+. Plus Because Disney just makes nothing but power moves. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda has gone on to have a great relationship with Disney actually as he was responsible for helping to write um, the music in Moana and was also a uh, had a, uh, a minor role in uh, Mary Poppins the sequel um so yeah, he's he's in he's in well with Disney, and it makes sense that this you know, the one thing that people are concerned about there is some swearing and some uh, some sensitive subject matter that uh, get touched upon within this musical. You, do you think Disney's going to censor this to put it on Disney Plus? Lady and the Tramp, man, they're a bunch of horse dogs. Say the same thing. No swearing. They'll probably just put like some sort of like warning in the front of it or something something easy i think they changed the dialogue a little bit i think that they just like swap out the few swear words that with something generally Frack. different Frack. um i think it's an interesting move by disney the fact that we're going they purchased this before the pandemic happened so they they clearly got a good deal on it and now they're just releasing it. It's, it's an interesting move, just releasing it onto a network where a lot of the people already have Disney Plus. I don't think it's going to bring in that many new subscribers. Uh, that's the thing. I th- I, can, I think I disagree with you on that. There's currently 50 million subscribers, which pales Damn. in comparison to uh, to Netflix. Uh, Who's but, Netflix at? Uh, my fucking mind. I'm going to look it up real quick. Um, I just know that that's <laughs> a lot. Netflix... Subscribers. Uh, How much did it sell for again? Just in the U.S. Just in the U.S. alone, Netflix has almost seventy million subscribers. Yeah, but how many of those subscribers are there strictly when they add musicals? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm not saying that. (laughs) Uh, subscribers from from netflix but i'm just saying that there is definitely an appetite for this kind of a thing and given that there's probably a large number of people who didn't get to go to broadway and see it mm-hmm. this might bring in some new subscribers who are going to want to check it out so and i, I think mean, we it, can say it, it, <clears throat> good joe no 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 that would be actually clear in my throat oh 
I, I was going off topic. That's why. Uh, um, so it um, it's a good move on their part because it doesn't hurt them in any sort of way. It's it's they're gonna like that amount of money means nothing to Disney. Um, you put Hamilton on there and it stays on there. Maybe they end up like making some sort of a spinoff. I don't know how that's possible, but I mean, I guess if anyone can make it happen, it'll be Disney. They probably should tread lightly with that, though. But I mean, if it's free on the network and people like it, it'll probably in the first like couple of months, it'll blow up and everyone's going to watch it every day and it'll just die off. Just like how many times like did we all watch fucking Moana when oh, Disney Plus came on? A fucking lot. <laughs> Uh, my thought is, uh, well, they already have subscribers for Disney Plus and Netflix with all three of us. So they're not getting any new subscribers from us. That's true. 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 They lost out on that. Yeah, they've already gained us. They got them. <laughs> they've been getting our money since day one at Disney Plus. So Literally day one. Didn't I think? No, we considered buying the year. We considered buying the whole year. I think we're actually doing month to month. I have to like, clarify with my source. Yes, my source says that we are doing month to month. I'm probably going to switch over to an annual contract here next go around. I think we're on month to month too. I just don't see us getting rid of it at this point. So There's no point. There's literally no point. It saves you. <clears throat> I mean, every Disney movie, DVD, DVDs are pretty much like getting phased out at this point and everyone costs 20 something dollars or you can just have them at the click of it. But yeah, and I mean, then you I, have the sequels and the prequels and the mini movies and the mini series and you have everything. We own a lot of these DVDs and I'm not going to get up off the couch to put the DVD in the Blu-ray player. I'm just going to click on it on Disney plus until nope, they find out, until they find something for us to do like that. It will like, yeah. we're going to be doing it forever. We need to find a robot that will do it for us. Yeah. Well, in some sadder news, uh, former WWE superstar Shad Gaspard, his body was found uh, today at Venice Beach. Uh, three days ago, he had gone missing. Uh, he had actually gone swimming with his 10-year-old son when uh, the beaches had opened back up down there. And a riptide took them both under. Uh, rescue squads got to Shad first. He directed them towards where he thought his child was, told him to save my son, save my kid. They were able to save the kid, uh, but Shad, another riptide came through, was lost in the water. They couldn't find him after hours of searching until, unfortunately, his body was washed up on shore. And he was dead dead uh, on arrival um, you know, when they when they arrived on scene to check him out. So, um, you know, big rest in peace to Shad and, and – uh, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to his family and to his son. And uh, yeah, unfortunate circumstance here, but what a what a inspirational story! This guy was such a good good father to think about his kid in, in such a time of crisis when he could have easily just allowed these guys to take him out of the water. Yeah, exactly. I think the big thing here is uh, it showed how much how good his character was as a person, how much he cared for his family. Uh, it, it was a really sad story, but it was a really good story. The fact that his son is still alive, and uh, he's Shad's going to go down as a legend. That he basically sacrificed himself to save his son. How long before uh, Vince McMahon tries to capitalize on this and inducts him into the Hall of Fame? Yes, uh, we're like two days away. <laughs> Half a day. Sorry to get so pessimistic, but it just seems like something that the WWE would do. Yeah, they'll probably I mean, induct him in prime time. Is every is every you know deceased wrestler like in the Hall of Fame? No, no, it was just more or less like this is a big news story right now. It's getting a lot of press. It wouldn't surprise me if they try to take advantage of it in some way, shape, or form. Right. Yeah. I don't know if that would get him positive press, though. I think it would be like, all right, like, great guy, like, stand-up guy, obviously, like, sacrificed sacrifice himself. But, like, to throw the guy, like, into the Hall of Fame, unless they have some sort of, like, an honorary Hall of Fame or something like that. Like, uh, I mean, Drew Carey's in the WWE Hall of Fame, so. Sure, I'm sure it isn't, like, Snoop Dogg and, like, Shaq and, like, yeah, there's all sorts of guys Wayne. who are. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, this guy was actually a wrestler, a very large man, by the way. Um, super young, too. He's only 39. Um, yeah, really sad. I don't know if um, the WWE would get, like, positive publicity from that. I think people would be like, all right, yeah, like, maybe that's a little much. They, people would know that the WWE was on to something. Yeah. They'll probably do a little tribute on Raw or some sort of, like, in memory of. Totally. Yeah, yeah probably at least that. And Give us like in, a, a best of crime time, like when, yeah, he teamed, that'd be awesome. with, when they teamed up with Cena. Oh, and I think time. I think these guys are probably in the Hall of Fame anyways because they their careers matched it. But did they do it for Guerrero and Benoit? Uh, uh, neither of them have been inducted. Uh, Eddie yeah. hasn't been inducted yet. Yeah, and he's a world champion. But Benoit will never be inducted. So. Yeah, I'm assuming that's because of the way he died. Yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, all right. So this this past weekend, we did see uh, the most recent cultural phenomenon. While we're all in quarantine, everybody's been everybody but me has been watching the Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary. Uh, Joe Leahy, what are your thoughts after seeing all ten episodes? Uh, I just finished today. I watched the last three episodes almost in succession. Uh, for me, the episodes are just a wee bit on the long side where I lose interest. And I feel like they do jump around a little bit. Not as much in the later episodes as the earlier episodes. Uh, I appreciate the fact, I know some people hated it, but I appreciate the fact when they did side stories. So like they talked about Scotty Pippen and Dennis Rodman and Steve Kerr. Uh, and all the other little side stories because sometimes those guys get overlooked. Like I had no idea who Tony Kukrux, Kukrux is until yeah. I started watching the, the last dance. So, I mean, it's new things that I learned. And I mean, I wasn't a huge basketball fan growing up. So, I mean, I didn't really watch Jordan in his prime or watch Jordan at all growing up. So this was all, a lot of this was new to me. So yeah. it was definitely a great watch. 10 episodes was great. Last three episodes are really, really good. Uh, they just get better as they build up. You know, we we were too young to see Jordan as prime anyways because I was – when he won his last championship, I was eight. Yeah. Don't even know if I had cable on my and house I was six. And I was eight. Right. So this, it's funny because, like, the, the documentary is – it's supposed to be about the Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls just happen to be Michael Jordan or Michael Jordan happens, whichever way you want to say it. So the side stories are actually ridiculously important to the whole story. I thought like my favorite parts, I had notes written down. Um, learning a lot about Steve Kerr that I didn't know, like his father was assassinated. Yeah. Didn't know that. Um, every time he speaks, it's like listening like to a professor in like a university, like not boring, but like, it's like, he's trying to teach you something every time he speaks. Um, when he hit that jumper to get them there, whichever championship it was, and he goes up in front of the crowd afterwards and he's like a stand-up comedy routine. And he's like, yeah, they were like, Jordan's all washed up. He can't hit this shot. Might as well pass it to the white guy. So good. Um, I think my favorite part about the whole thing, just to like summarize like all 10 episodes was like, I don't know if there's anyone on the planet who has a desire to win. Like Michael Jordan has a desire to win. Like he would hold grudges over absolutely nothing that he would make up. And he said, it was almost psychotic. Like a dude literally looked at him and said like, Hey, nice game. After they had just lost, he put up like 48 points that night and they ended up losing next night. He puts up like 58 points and he just shuts the guy down on like, eight points and on like 20 shooting or something like that just breaks the guy's ankles in half and all the guy said was hey nice game like that's that's nuts like to be motivated to win that much over and over and over and over again it's absolutely insane um i thought the episodes were a good length i thought that the the one hour episodes were good um mike will enjoy because he won't have to watch commercials yeah. So, so instead of 60 minutes long, it'll be 56 minutes long. <laughs> yeah, I I decided to wait till it was on Netflix. I think July 17th is the day or something like that. 
uh, so I'll just binge it when it comes out. Probably one of these uh, types of shows where I guess it's kind of something I might be able to get Megan to watch with me too, you know, even though it's it's basketball and she's not really the biggest basketball fan. Just uh, yeah, that, given the content, she'll like it. Yeah, and the fact they go into like his gambling and his alcoholism and his uh, baseball career and his dad's uh, assassination or murder. I don't really know what it would be classified as. Murder. So, murder. I mean, there's a lot There's a lot of stuff in there that, that a non-basketball fan can enjoy. Zoe was enjoying watching the last couple episodes today with me. The, um, it's funny because, like, I, everyone always talked about how Jordan had a gambling problem. Two things. He said probably one of the best quotes. He's like, I don't have a gambling problem. I have a winning problem. I have a competition. I, I, I have a competition problem. Like I need to compete. Like it needs to happen. Like I need to. He there's a scene where he's with I don't even know who the guy was with the big frizzy hair with a bald on top. They were betting like a hundred dollars to see who could get a quarter the closest to a wall without touching the wall, <laughs> just to fucking do it. And then um, he never like. He said it the best in this too. He was a gambler, but like he made a shit ton of money. His he never put his family in danger. Well, there's conspiracy about his dad, but I don't believe that. Um, his kids always ate. He never lost his house. He never lost his job. He never did drugs. So like, I don't really get the whole like obsessing over his gambling addiction when it didn't affect his life and he did nothing but win and sell more sneakers and be a cultural icon. So obviously, he loved gambling as much as the next guy like the guy would play fucking 36 holes of golf and then drop 48 on the court which is absolutely nuts my my favorite thing is uh the conspiracy theories about how uh the nba made jordan go play baseball because he had a gambling problem those are my dumb. favorite ones dumb the stupidest thing i've ever heard in my entire life <laughs> Let's take our cash cow, a cultural icon, and oh, he has a gambling problem. Mind you, there's guys in the league who beat the fuck out of their wife and like do a ton of drugs and whatever. And this guy has a gambling problem. So we're going to send him to play baseball? What? It makes no sense. <laughs> where he didn't gamble even more? And he just kept gambling, never stopped. All right. <laughs> Uh, news topics out of the way. Let's get into it. Greatest. So of I, I got my quick game. My quick game of the week. Oh, oh sure. It's a game. We're playing games. We're playing games. I forgot that we were playing games. Yeah, we switched it up for games because you've been saying we're not having as much fun. So I wonder. I don't know if I ever said that. No, just I was making that up. All right, so we're going back to the game from last week. Uh, kill Mary Fuck or Fuck Mary Kill or Mary Fuck My Kill. I don't really know. Whichever, <laughs> oh. whichever way you want to put it. Mary, oh. kill, Mary Kill Fuck. In honor of sports coming back slowly, because NASCAR came back the other day, German soccer came back the other day, and we're talking about sports today, uh, we are doing Kill Mary Fuck with sports players <laughs> from our home area. So, from New we'll Hampshire? Start, no, not New Hampshire, but from New England teams. Oh. Okay. So we're going to start with the Patriots. Very, very simple one. Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Julian Edelman. The floor is yours. Oh, that is easy. Uh, kill Edelman, marry Tom Brady, and fuck Gronk. Nope. That is nope. so wrong. How dare you do that to Julian Edelman? What the hell is wrong with you? You fuck Julian. You marry Tom Brady and you kill Gronk. Because Gronk has too much fucking energy. No one should have that much energy. And could you imagine taking that penis? No, it's probably like it's this probably big. massive. Yeah, it's probably it's, like this big. It's a smaller, more romantic penis. It probably doesn't even fit <laughs> in this Zoom screen. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm with Joe on that one. All right, next one. Classic: the big three: Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen. Another easy one. Yeah, it should be. You marry Paul Pierce. Yeah, I would. You uh, fuck Kevin Garnett and kill Ray Allen. Yeah, I think, absolutely. Yeah, I think I'm there. I think I'm there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Ray Allen's just, a fucking traitor. You just got to watch out. Kevin Garnett's going to go ham in the paint on you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 200%. Uh, 
Last one, toughest one. I saved it best for last. David Ortiz, Pedro Martinez, Manny Ramirez. Oh, that one's easy too. Yeah, I don't think that one's very hard. Hey, maybe I thought it was hard. What do you got? Uh, you. I have to think. Marry... It hard. Uh, well, no, I, I think the killing's easy. Just deciding who you marry and who you just fuck, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I think I think you so tough. <laughs> you marry David Ortiz, fuck yeah. Pedro Martinez, and kill Manny Ramirez. That's correct. All right, that's what I had too. I guess that was not that hard. Thanks for playing the Andrew Leahy random game of the week. Uh, hopefully, we'll be back with another rendition next week. I do love how we definitely killed off the big personality Gronk first, but then we got rid of Manny, and then we no sorry, so we like. So wouldn't Poppy be the big personality out of that when we married him? And then wouldn't um, KG be the – he'd be the big personality there. So we were a little inconsistent on that, but it went good. Sorry. Yeah, but Ray Allen's a fucking traitor, so it was easy on that one. Fucking traitor. Fucking traitor. I hate when people, like, like look out for themselves, their family, and their legacy. I fucking- yeah, I hate that when people take care of themselves. I think it would have been harder yeah. if we had done like a top player from a different sport. That's if, not the fucking game. I'm just saying, like, it would have been a little more difficult for me to pick between Brady, Ortiz, and you know whoever else. Fine, do it right now. Make your own game. No. Yeah, make it. That's your that's your job. That's what I thought. They don't contradict me. <laughs> <laughs> you said it was going to be hard. FDR State Park. All right, listen. It's time for the greatest of all time in-game dunker debate. Leahy. What's up? You get to kick us off, buddy. Oh, boy. You had Are some, doing honorable gonna, mentions first? You were going to surprise us. So let, let, how about you hit us with some honorable mentions, and we'll try to guess who your person is. All right. We'll knock out one honorable mention right off the bat. Uh, big, my almost choice. I almost picked him, decided to go away. With Shaquille O'Neal, uh, it's, it's hard to pick people that breaks dunk that breaks backboards as a living. Mm-hmm. Uh, he terrorized the poor backboards; they didn't even stand a chance. Just ripping them down, shattering them—just what a dick! But boy, he's the he reason dunked. why they every NBA stadium, whatever you want to call it, arena, they have to have like the backboard with the support with the weights behind it because they didn't used to have that. Some of them were just those big long metal structures that came like an L came down from the ceiling and came straight out, but he would just demolish those like one hand demolish. Rip it down. Rip it down. Uh, another big, another little, little shout out to Dwight Howard. Also not a bad choice. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Uh, any guesses yet on who I have? Uh, I was, sorry. Uh, Durant. Kevin Durant, the Duranimal. No, not not quite. Good guess. Though. I was gonna say that would be that would be a atrociously bad pick, because um, the guy is physically six eleven, and Louis just does this and he touches the thing, so he doesn't have to jump. Um, I want to assume you did Dominique Wilkins. Not correct. Another great shout out though by Joe. Uh, great pick. Uh, I'll give you a hint. This person is currently an active player in the NBA. Oh. Mm. Interesting, I know. Mm. Blake Brian Griffin. No, good guess. I hate Blake Griffin. He I hates Blake Griffin for some reason, even I though knew, he's a red-headed black guy. I, I knew that he hated Blake Griffin, and I, but I thought maybe when he said I would never choose Blake Griffin earlier, he was trying to throw us off his scent. Oh, it's LeBron. Nope. What? But another great shout-out. Yeah, LeBron probably should have been on this list. Like, absolutely, even yeah, LeBron. He's a he's a, top, he's a top five guy. He might even be like a top three. But yeah, we're not. We're not. Five. We're not. All right. Five. I'll, I'll I'll give it in. I'll let you let you know who it is. Westbrook. Nope. Sorry. Some would say he's the greatest dunker of all time. Some would say he's the greatest uh, slam dunk champion of all time. Uh, he plays for the Chicago Bulls. 
Zach Levine. Zach Levine. Boys. Oh, Jesus. Zach Levine. No, it's a good pick. I, no, absolutely not. I'm not picking Zach Levine. Oh my God! I, don't do. Don't build it up like that and then back out. Like, what the fuck is that? This oh person was ranked number three on NBA.com, and Zach Levine was ranked number two. Yeah, that's dumb. Uh, Dr. J, Julius Serving. I've I've become a traitor. I have gone to the dark side of Philadelphia. Uh, I apologize to all my fans and all my fellow Boston people. Uh, it had to be trash done, bag of a city. And trash bag city. We're gonna make t-shirts. Dr. J is the OG Dunk King, the original Dunk King, the King of Kings before there were kings even alive on the surf. Uh, yeah. That's a long time ago. He's also the original free throw dunk guy. In case you did not know. Original free throw dunk guy. Did it before another guy that we're going to talk about in a little bit. Not No spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, he was the ABA slam dunk champion in 1976. The ABA with Jackie Moon? With Jackie Moon. He Same dunked guy. over Jackie Moon to win his championship. It was pretty sick. Uh, he was also big for knowing for dunking over people. He made posterizing cool back in the day. Uh, he started out his career playing for the Virginia Squires. Oh, big Squires guy here. Big Squires guy, I could tell. Big 71 Squires to guy. 73. Uh, then he played for the New York Nets from 73 to 76. And then finally made his home with the Philadelphia 76ers from 1976 to 1987. Uh, on list, he was consistently top three. He was top three on NBA.com, top three on Fox Sports, top three on Ranker, top three on Bleacher Report, top three on ESPN. He's top three in everything. Uh, his famous dunk is the Rock the Baby dunk. Whoa. It's a beautiful, absolute stunning, gorgeous, possibly the smoothest dunk I've ever seen in my life where he just goes and grabs it and then does this little thing and just smashes it and, like, over a dude, it is absolutely beautiful. And it's against the Lakers. And who doesn't like when the Lakers fucking get dunked on? Mm. Uh, that happened in 1983. If you ever want to find it, uh, just type Rock the Baby on YouTube, Dr. J right after. You'll get the cleanest picture. I don't know how they did it, but it's beautiful. Uh, and that's what I got, man. I think Dr. J is right in the mix here. I think he's the underdog. I think he's the black horse in this race, and I definitely think he can go the distance, as uh, Hercules taught me one time. Oh. I'm watching video clips of this Rock the Baby dunk. It's oh, gorgeous. My God. Oh, it's so stunning. And this was back in, like, 83. This wasn't, like, 1990s, 2000s. He was doing it way back in the day in the 70s and the 80s. For some reason, the video I'm watching has uh, an interview with Mike Piazza, who's talking. It's, about yeah, it. that's the one. He, <laughs> he said Piazza said he was in the front row. That makes sense then. What a stud! So, Jam Master J. Jam Master J. Doctor J. OG. He had a sweet mustache. Yeah, he was, sure he was a good dude. He was a really He's good very, athlete. Very, very nice guy. Uh. Joe, you want to give us your opening statement? Um, so Andrew took some of my honorable mentions, and then some of my honorable mentions kind of went with um, guessing his. Um, I, I guess I have, and I actually didn't know who I could even put pick for mine because I didn't know where whose Andrews was. <clears throat> so sh um, shout out LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. His dunks are fucking filthy in his in-game nuts and to his credit, he's never once competed in the and no, he competed. Did he compete one year, Andrew, in dunk contest? I, I oh, think he did. Up. He always said that he didn't want to do it again. So maybe he did it once. So then Clyde Drexler, you gotta give him a little bit of love. Um, I think you have to give Sean Kemp some love. Mm, good one. Um uh, Blake Griffin was already said. I'm a big Blake Griffin guy. Um, I don't know why I love Gerald Green so much, but his explosiveness was incredible. He was like one of those, like, he, he wasn't like a top player on his team like ever, but his dunks were nuts. Is it because his name sounds like your mother's name? Geraldine. 
Gerald Green. That's what I should call my mom. <laughs> hey, Gerald Green. <laughs> Greeny. Uh, so LeBron has never completed a dunk contest. So okay, I'm happy. I was I was happy. I was right about that. So in he his defense, he, a, he almost competed in 06. He um he's never had like a dunk contest to like be like, well, he was great in dunk contests, kind of like Zach Levine, kind of like Aaron Gordon. Those guys were phenomenal dunkers, obviously, but they were phenomenal in the dunk contest, which is a little bit different than doing it in game. Doesn't take away from their legacy or anything like that. Um, I personally think that mine is clear cut winner, um, half man, half amazing. The freak Still himself, active. Uh, the only NBA player in history to play in four separate decades. He's still actively playing, technically. Vince Depending Carter, what happens my with friends. the season. Vince Carter. Um, he, I think he's going to retire. But he I said think he's the retiring way... this year, but I don't know if they're going to finish the season or just move to playoffs because they move to playoffs, then he's done. Done. It's playing for the Hawks, though. So like, they're not making playoffs. They're not making playoffs. Um, before the dunks, his um, his journey was very interesting, obviously. So um, when I think Vince Carter, I think the purple Raptors jersey with the dinosaur on it. Yeah. One of my favorite jerseys of all time, by the way. Because he, he played for the Raptors, the Nets, the Magic, the Suns, the Mavericks, the Grizzlies, the Kings, and now he's with the Hawks. He never chased a ring, ever. He never went to, like, oh, BC is going to the Lakers. He's going to the Celtics. He's going to the whoever, the Heat. He always just went where the either like his contract needed him to go. Um, I will. I personally believe his legacy is in Toronto. Um, he had some good stints at the places. Most known for his dunks, though, um, he had the infamous 2000 dunk contest where he he. I don't think he was the first one to ever do this, but he is. He like literally put his armpit in the oh, rim. Yeah. Chicken wing. The chicken wing. That chicken was nice. Chicken wing dunk. Um, one of the most infamous dunks of all time in the Olympics when he jumped over the seven-foot-two French dude, whatever his name that was, was Frederick, Frederick Weiss or whatever it is. Um, the, that was like the dunk heard around the world. And then um, it, just anytime anyone would throw him an alley-oop, it was always full extension, straight back, and he just come down with so much power. It was almost like he was going to take the the whole fucking backboard down with him. Absolutely explosive, beloved NBA player. Every no one hates Vince Carter. No one on the planet hates Vince Carter. He's awesome. Um, he not about dunks actually more about his game itself because he's always been viewed as just like a guy who if he's in the post he's going to dunk the ball his shots actually looking pretty good last year with the hawks he actually was shooting some threes and stuff so a little bit later in life he's uh reinventing his game you would say reinventing his game and then last but not least wasn't he drafted the same year as kobe or am i dumb uh i can look he wasn't, no he wasn't in that draft class it was um Iverson, yeah, thank you. So, um, Ranker has a number one. Um, NBA has a number one. ESPN has a number one. Um, dunking, by the way, when obviously we said it in the very beginning, in-game dunking is like where we're going with this. Um, so, if Vince Carter was ever good at anything, it was somehow staying healthy enough to play into his forties. And uh, being an incredible or the greatest NBA dunker. I'm great at dunking Oreos in the milk. Yeah. Um, He's probably he really, was, really good at that. 98 draft. He was drafted with Jameson, uh, Dirk Nowitzki, Paul Pierce, Rashard Lewis, Mike Bibby, Rafe LaFrance. Bibby. Uh, I Fonzie think it was Rose. Nowitzki I was thinking of because when, when Dirk retired, they talked about how it was only Dirk and Vince Carter left from that draft class. And I'm they sure made them Tyron honorary. Tyron Lue. Literally <laughs> known for one thing. AI, uh, freaking Allen Iverson stepping over him one time. What about the time when he took over as the Cavs coach? Oh, yeah, great coach. Yeah, phenomenal. Coach. Ricky Davis? Oh, my buddy. 
that's all I got. No, that was great. I really I appreciate the uh, the history lesson there. Oh, J.R. Henderson. There's left. Oh man, how we forget about J.Hen? Yeah, I don't know, dude. Yeah, man, Vince Carter, greatest dunker in game dunker of all time. If you watch his highlights, your heart will fucking stop. So, if you have any sort of like a cardiac or medical condition, don't watch his dunks. You guys ready for yeah. me to win this debate? Yes, sir. Michael Jordan. You? But, Mike, we're talking about the greatest dunker of all time, not the greatest player of all time. One and the same. In order to be considered the greatest of all time overall player, you have to also be good at dunking. Uh, we're talking about a guy that could dunk on anybody just because he wanted to. You talked about it yourself, Joe. You alluded to it. Michael Jordan could do anything he set his mind to just because he decided to get, you know, a little uh, pissy with somebody over something they said or did. He was number one on sportscasting.com, number five on NBA, number two on Ranker. This dude, like, nearly broke his jaw by smashing his face off of the backboard. That's how insane his hops are. Uh, and, and not only is he well known, I mean, look at the logo for his for his friggin' shoe company or or his all apparel actually. What is that image? Can you remind me? I'm spacing. Little jump man. Oh yeah, he's doing a slam dunk. What? One no hand, way. One handed. Wow, what a stud! He, he perfected the uh, free throw dunk. Was a stud in the. Uh, in the dunk contest, I know we're not talking about that necessarily, but uh, I talked about it. Michael Jordan. He's Michael Jordan. It's a, it's a, it's a really good argument. That's all I got. No, that was actually very good. I was, I'm actually very impressed. I'm watching to one ranker. I'm just like scrolling through to see if we missed anybody, and I'm. They have like eight minute clips of everyone's, and Jordan's hops were absolutely fucking nuts his chin is over the the rim mind you vince carter could do that too um dr j easily could he was a he was like a string being like he his like uh his legs were like springs so yeah i think dominique wilkins was a great shout out by the way yeah dominique wilkins was uh he almost was it what dunk contest was that that he was in that was just back and forth and back and forth? I do not remember. We need to get we need to hire a stats guy, like an intern. We need to get like someone who like sits there like when I say something and I don't know what I'm talking about and I'm like somebody stat check that, then the intern oh, Eli. Eli. Mm. I don't think so. We, we don't have it in the budget to hire Eli. Yeah. Interns are free. It's all about the experience. Still not in the budget. Damn it. Budget, budget, is, budget is free. I hate free. budgets. Um, all right. Quick commercial break, and we will be right back after formulating our final statements. And we're back. Hi. All right. Hi. Hi. Do you guys get Hello. it? You guys got anything negative to say about any of the other people before we give our final statements? I don't want to be negative. Yeah, I don't got anything today. It's been a this while since was... we debated. I was really hoping that we'd fight a little more. I think we chose debate with this one. Well, we chose three, like, beloved guys. It's not like, like Leahy went with, like, Dwayne Wade. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a dumb fucking pick. Um... I think that just having three choices, any three of these guys could win this debate depending on what the fans pick. Because um, if you watch their highlights, they're all nuts. So it's all about your taste, I guess. Um, we couldn't power rank this because I don't know if there's like 10 guys out there who could be the number one. So I think it was a good call that we did just the three. Oh, and Michael Jordan's a little bitch. Tom, I said that. Uh, well, I think Julius Irvin played during a time when there were fewer big men. It was easier to dunk on people. Oh. Uh, so, 
I think that should be subtracted away from his 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 uh, standing as one of the greatest of all time dunkers. Well, I would say you're wrong, sir, because uh, Julius Irving made dunking cool, and he paved the way for people like Jordan and for people like uh, Vince Carter. Without Julius Irving, would we even have the style of play that Jordan and Vince Carter loved? In in anyone's defense, I guess if you're fast enough, because like if Jordan has 15 highlights on this YouTube video here, like to 11 of them is because he's so fast that he just sprinted up the court and he was able to like leap from. So he didn't, it didn't matter who was big, who was small, because he's just faster than you anyways. He was going to get that fast break. How many backboards did Vince Carter break? One. Alright. <laughs> and then uh well, That's more Shaq backwards than I broke. Facts. Um what about Shaq backs? was obviously after. <laughs> I I'm not sure. How many backs have you broken, Lee? Uh about twelve and a half. Oh. Hmm. Oh, you Just can't forget about that half. Yeah. That was a small kid. <laughs> wow that was a lot don't worry it wasn't your kids oh it's funny um ranker actually has kd or kevin durant as number 25 on their list of 25 which i think is egregious dude there's nothing wrong with having durant in the mentions i agree he's the durantula the durantula all right. He's something. You guys have nothing negative to say about Jordan? You uh, really want me to like just toast Jordan? I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to entice you to. Yeah, I just watched the Last Dance. Like I can't. Yeah, I can't. But we're talking. That. We're talking specifically about his ability to dunk in comparison to who you think is a better dunker, and you have nothing to say to that. They're I mean, like the same person. That's the thing. Basically, basically, your people are just uh, more modern versions of my Julius Irving, which is fine if you want to be a copycat. Oh, so we're going to do the whole uh, Cy Young thing? Yeah, I got the fucking Cy Young of Dunking. That's why I chose yeah. uh, Joe. Yeah. There's and no the awards named after the 70s. Just so everyone knows, Larry O'Brien is the greatest NBA player of all time because he was so good. Just so everyone Dude. knows that. Good old lob. What's the dunk contest? <laughs> if it's named after Vince Carter, it's over. I don't think it is. Dunk Vince, contest. I don't think there's a dunk contest name. I think there is. It, it will be, I think it'll I think be it's named the, after Vince Carter contest. retires. The Dr. So, J dunk contest. They'll probably it name it. They'll probably name it after um, fucking Aaron Gordon, just to like throw shade in his face for screwing him out of two different dunk contests. Or because he's just an absolute dog crap to the player. Oh, Aaron Gordon sucks. What? He can't even score. He can't even score on the Magic. You have no one on your team who can score the ball. He can't even do it. He's useless. What? No, you're. I don't even think he's averaging. I don't even think he's averaging 15 points this year. You're having an easy time saying negative things about a guy we're not even talking about. You guys can't even come up with one negative thing about Jordan's eyes are too yellow. Oh, he's very jaundiced, yes, because yep. he started, like, getting into that brown liquor after. Oh, yep. Jordan definitely couldn't dunk it today because he's old and brittle. Eddie's can his game, like, 40 pounds. But you know who can still dunk today? Vince, Vince Carter. Carter. It's not Because he's still playing in the NBA. <laughs> Come on, I think Dr. J can dunk. He's only 70. All right, all right. Final statement. One sentence. Why is your guy the greatest of all time? We'll go start from the top. Leahy, you were first. Dr. J, rock the baby. Good night. <laughs> That's so dumb. I think that was great. That was I just rocked your little baby to sleep, and now your child's asleep. You're welcome. Dr. J did it for you. I don't know if Dr. J puts kids to sleep. We'll bring Dr. J over. Joe, your final statement. Half man, half amazing. Greatest of all time, Vince Carter. Oh my gosh, is he half robot? 
I don't even have any sentence for mine. I got a song. Oh, here it goes. What the absolute fudge. I'm out. <laughs> nope. Mike, you literally just lost because of that. He's <laughs> on my feet. Uh, I'm, I took the J's off my feet because I'm got, in bed. He's got J's on his feet. He's Michael Jordan, 23, the GOAT. I think that Jordan's stock just dropped 12%. But he got an erection, so it's all good. At least he's the GOAT minor league baseball player of all time. Most popular. No, it's Tim sure. Tebow. No, I know it like to, to Tim Tebow is so fucking bad. I've literally been cheering for Tim Tebow for a long time now. I've seen him play with wherever that the yard goats or wherever he's playing with now, and yeah, he is Tim Rumble trash. Ponies. Rumble, Rumble ponies. ponies. There we go. How do we forget? There we go. Well, he went to he went to the next step up as well okay, so at one point. Double A. Yeah, he, he is a, a triple A now. He is an absolute pile of trash of a baseball player. He's, I think he should go get a job in the NFL. Pick me. It's just not working. Go. Pick me. He should quit go. his job and play disc golf on the Pro Tour. That's what Brody Smith said. Yeah, see? Now we're just spreading it farther. People who've not outgrown their past. Well, that's our final statements. If you want to vote, please do so. Join the fan group. Facebook.com slash groups slash goat radio podcast and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at goat underscore radio. There you'll be able to vote on this week's debate, comment on our other rankings and vote on any other polls, including our poll for next week's topic. We're going to be doing a music style uh, episode. Leahy, what is your suggestion for the poll? Oh, you know me. Big fan of uh, England. Uh, it's got to be a uh, greatest musician of all time from England. So the greatest of all time British musician. Yeah, we're going overseas, folks. Uh, Joe. I really like Drake. We should talk about Drake. Maybe the greatest <laughs> like the of all dragon? time Drake song. Oh, no. Like the Fist of All Dragons. I like uh, Drake Cakes. Mmm, cake. Uh, I have been championing for this for a while, so we'll see if the fans follow suit. Greatest of all time female vocalist. Oh, Dolly Parton. That's a bit. You got a big pool to pick from. We'll, that would be one we rank. Dolly Parton, number one. I actually uh, think that this one, like that the female vocalist is like a long time coming. I don't know how we haven't done that. That one might win. We'll see. So, again, catch that online. Shout out to Eric Bellinger for the outro music. You can catch him on iTunes and Spotify along with Spose and Goat Radio. Please support us in the Age of Radio Syndicate by visiting ageofradio.org slash goat radio. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and long live the goat. That's, oh. That's, that's,